One's a blonde, one's a brunette. You put them together, what do you get? Amanda and Emily. It's a show about nothing at all. Amanda and Emily. Come join us and you'll have a ball. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of Amanda and Emily. We have a podcast. I'm Amanda. And I'm Emily. I just made sure that my phone was not going to make a noise. You. It sounded like you were saying, not going to. Not, not going to. Not going to. And be prudent at this juncture. <laughs> I did the hand thing too, guys, just so you know. We haven't done that in a while. That's our Dana Carvey impression, impression of H.W. Oh, well, Bush. We shouldn't talk about George Sr., because his wife, he died a, lot, a little bit ago. He was in intensive care. Oh, I don't see. know if he still is. At press time. I'm At unclear. this point, he, he probably will want to. And if he's already passed when this Okay, airs. this is. Sorry, George sorry. Dubsine. George Dubsine. <laughs> um, not. Uh, but welcome so much, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 98. It's episode 98. Can you believe it? No. I think I say that every 20 or so episodes. Um, I just I, ask if we can believe it. <laughs> I know. When are we going to stop being in shock? I don't know. It'll be episode 1,410. That'll be the one. And we'll be like, all right. Now. I mean, but honestly, now, but can honestly, you believe it? It's a little crazy now at that number. I'd like to make an observation. Please. So this is about myself. Okay. And I just want to apologize to the listeners. Oh, and to me? And no, mom. I to think you sometimes too. I deserve one. Okay, <laughs> and then also to people that I regularly talk to. Okay. Because I'm noticing that I say something a lot. Okay. I say, excuse me, a lot. Really? Now, now you're going to notice it when you listen back. I say it about a lot of things. Wow, okay. So I haven't figured out if it's my catchphrase or oh. if I want to start pulling back on the excuse me's. Maybe you should have a new catchphrase and that'll help you get rid of the old one. Okay. Pardon? What are you, bananas? Oh, I mean, it should be said, Amanda has a shirt on with bananas on it. Oh, I do have a shirt on with bananas on <laughs> She didn't even know. I didn't even think about that. She didn't even know that I she was ha- doing that. I had banana brain. I didn't banana even know. brain. I had banana brain. I didn't even know. I ate banana last night with almond butter on it. Okay. A skinny girl I work with does it, and so I just assumed. You're like, this is something. This must make you lose weight. This is it. This must make you be skinny. I'll, I'll do it. Not that she wakes up every morning at six to go to the gym. No. It's that she eats Bananas, bananas with, with almond, almond butter. butter on it. Um, I just want to say that uh, I just want to go on record and say that banana splits are bullshit. They Excuse are me. complete and total bullshit. And I will, die, I will die on that hill. What do you mean they're bullshit? You don't like that? Why would I want that? The textures do not go together. It makes everything taste like banana. I don't want that. Do you not like banana? I like bananas, but bananas take over things. If I want a banana, I'll have it. I'll have it on its own. I'll have it with almond butter or peanut butter. Strawberry but, smoothie. But I won't. Banana strawberry it smoothie. It takes over the smoothie. If you put a banana near a smoothie, it, it becomes a banana smoothie. I would agree with that. Yeah. So if it, you put it in your ice cream, it's making everything taste like it. Don't want it. Don't yeah. want it. Don't eat it. Nah. Gah. <laughs> da. And I will admit, I've never been. Yeah, I would. I don't think I've ever even like eaten or ordered. I think just old men order them. Just give me, a, or like kids in commercials from the 50s. Yes, yes. Or like a giant one gets placed in front of them and their We're eyes like, widen. Wowie, wow. <laughs> I will, I do, I'm not going to push a hot fudge sundae out of bed for eating crackers. Oh, 100% not. I like a hot fudge sundae. I'll have a sundae with anything. But I'm not a huge ice cream person. No, I like ice not. cream, but I don't I know. go crazy about it. People go crazy about it. I, it. Some say that people scream for it. <laughs> some people say that you do. Some people say that I you do. do. But then we all can. Excuse me. Excuse you. What are you, bananas? Oh, boy. <laughs> but it's episode 98, and we are happy to be here. I am very happy to be here. I'm also petting Copernicus. My dog. My fourth favorite dog in the world. I'll take it. <laughs> I think that's fair. And that includes Snoopy. So he's in good company. <laughs> okay, hold on. In your listing of favorite dogs of all time, yep. it includes... My dog is number Lucy. One. Then my deceased dog, Oscar. Yes. Then Snoopy. Snoopy. <laughs> and then Copernicus. So, and you mean Charlie Brown's animated dog, Snoopy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, you name a dog that you like. Copernicus. And then what? And then who's next? Probably my parents' dog, Sherlock. And then who's next? Probably Einstein from <laughs> Back to the Future. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. 
Oh, I'd like that dog. Yeah. Well, I mean, probably, I didn't want to say it, but probably Copernicus from Back to the Future because that's Copernicus's namesake. That was Dr. Emma Brown's dog's name in the 50s. And then when he passed away, he has another dog named Einstein. But the joke is that the dog looks exactly the same. Uh, oh. That's nah, the joke. Nah, 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 nah. But they're just named differently. That was my fake laugh. Wait, try it again. Let me see if I can determine it. Here. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're a robot, like eating or trying to chew. <laughs> okay, good. I like that. Okay. Um, but it's episode 98, and um, we've got a little couple corrections and additions to mm-hmm. jump into today, mm-hmm, I'd like mm-hmm, to say. Mm-hmm. You're not wrong. What character is that? Wanda. What is Wanda? Is she a talk show host? Mm, no. She's an Avon sales lady. I like it. Mm-hmm. Coming to a door near you. Your door. <laughs> that is the door near me. <laughs> I have the pink car. What is it? A Cadillac is caravan? Mary, is Mary Kay oh, pink? Or yes. is Avon pink? Mary Kay. I mixed them up. Forget it. She works for both. Absolutely not. Conflict of interest. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. So a couple of corrections, a couple of dishes. Um, I just... In the last episode, we chatted with Nick Jorgudiu. Jor- I think you said it again, right Did I? again. That uh-huh. was from my brain. Uh huh. Um, and we we had a moment where we talked about um, weather vanes. Oh, I yeah. Mm-hmm. You do remember? That's funny. That? I almost looked this up too. Well, I just wanted to say that if you look up weather vane, yeah, on Wikipedia, uh huh, it's a band from the late seventies. No, I didn't oh. see that. Okay, but Go is on. that a band? No, it should be. Yeah. Great. It says a weather vane, comma, wind vane, or weathercock. <laughs> so okay. that's all I have. Um, okay. I, was, I was trying to get more information. I was like, oh, well, what else could I possibly correct about that? And then but, um, suddenly um, I just uh, realized that weathercock was in there. And I was like, I don't think we need to go much further. There's nothing more. And I also think that because I thought the same thing. I had the same inclination to look that up. But I think that like Nick did give. A very good explanation of what they do. However, if you hadn't looked it up, you would have never known that weathercock was one of the options to call them. Yeah. And so that's why that's like the small addition I wanted to add that like if you see a weather vane, it is also appropriate for you to look at a, at a shopkeep and say, excuse me, do you how much is the weathercock? Yeah. Hi, um, I'm interested in the weathercock you have above the desk here. Can I just could you pull that weathercock down and let me get a good look at it? There's several weathercocks here. So you're just going to have to be a little more specific on which one. Okay, It's the third one to the right. The biggest weathercock that you Got have. It. Yeah. Cool. Got it. Here. It Thank is. you. I love it's this. $41. It's Okay. Ew. $41. <laughs> I'm not invested in this. I'm big. not. I just saw it's the price tag. If it was $20, I might have considered it, but I'm not spending $41. They're handmade. By who? Me and den- Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason. What happened to you? I started to say dentist. <laughs> it's made by me and dentist. <laughs> <laughs> you know so I paused and was like Dennis <laughs> I was like I'll pause and no one will be the wiser I'll pause and it'll fix itself <laughs> it'll sort itself out without me <laughs> that's what Emily's here for <laughs> she'll fill in but instead my face was like is she about to say dentist <laughs> was it did you think I was going to say dentist you said dent basically <laughs> and then did it like a presto changeo to Dennis. I'm crying. <laughs> what happened? Am I okay? I don't know. We started talking about weather veins. <laughs> and then dentist. Pull yourself together. Okay. God damn it. Well, me and dentist made it. <laughs> Hi, my name is Marianne. This is my husband, dentist. Oh, that's his job? That's his name. Oh, what does he do for a living? He's a pharmaceuticals. <laughs> He's, He's a, a pharmaceutical. Okay, we both are clearly oh. having challenges just... Talking and deciding. Oh, good. Copernicus just left me. Yeah, he did. He was like, I'm good. He's like, after that dentist part. Guys, it should be known we do have a guest today. (laughs) We do have a guest. And it's Copernicus. It's Copernicus. He's um, he's 60 pounds. He's very fuzzy. (laughs) And he's getting a little bit gray in his face. And that should be... Oh, he's yawning. He's bored with us. Yeah. Um, Copernicus, do you have anything to add? No? I didn't think so. Great. Thank you. That's thank you. Good. Licked his nose. Okay. He'd he, he um, like his ears cleaned later today, and his uh, wish will be granted. Wait, he does want his ears cleaned? Oh, he loves it. He likes that? Loves it. Oh, not Lucy. As soon as I get the little tube out, the little... Uh, tube? It's like a tube filled with wipes. 
Oh, okay. Uh, as soon as I grab it, he goes to a specific corner of the rug and rolls over on his side. So that he can get his ears cleaned. Loves it. Why, why all the and then ear he just cleaning? Does, he just does this. Was there a problem with the ears that they had to be cleaned so much? I think they're just very, they're very fuzzy. They're very floppy and they're sort so they're of big. Covered. They get covered and he's always outside. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. Just like your third favorite dog, Snoopy. He's outside a lot. <laughs> Snoopy's he is, a beagle? Snoo- Snoopy is a beagle. Snoopy's a beagle. Yeah. Okay. The, the only difference between Snoopy and Copernicus is that Copernicus it does not yet have his pilot's license. <laughs> he is the Red Baron after yeah. all. So something to think about. I have an addition here. Please. Um, guys, so I like to fancy myself a, uh, you know, a snuffleupagus aficionado. For sure. And I have strong opinions about it. You do. I did ask Nick and it came to fruition. You guys got to see firsthand somebody who does incorrectly address snuffleupagus. Yeah. He said snuffleupagus and it's a mm-hmm. common mistake. It's like the Mandela effect. It's the Bearstein, Bearstein, yes. Bears, all over. All of that. So I just wanted everyone to know, just, I'm not going to get long winded. Just a couple things about Snuffleupagus so that this doesn't happen again. I'm Great. educating the world. Please. His full name, do you know his full name? Dentist. <laughs> it's Dentist. Um, it is Aloysius Snuffleupagus. Cute. Um, and he's more commonly known as Mr. Snuffleupagus. Oh, I didn't know that. Snuffleupagus. Or Snuffy. Snuffy. Yeah. You Birdie, didn't know Snuffy. Big Bird calls him Snuffy. Oh, interesting. But um, he's a woolly mammoth-like creature. Yes. Okay. With tusks, not husks, as I said. Husks? I forgot you said husks. Also, uh, without, no, he's without tusks. He's also without visible ears, guys. Hmm. He has a long, thick, pointed tail. How long are you going to describe him for? They just said that he's a similar shape of a dinosaur, a seropod, or an apodosaurus. That's it. So you just wanted to describe Snuffleupagus to us? Yeah, I just wanted everyone to understand. Just get on and board. And then also everyone knows the myth about Snuffleupagus. What is the thing? It was that he's in bird's imagination. Yeah, no one would ever see him. He'd always show up like right after everyone laughed. And Big and Bird would be true? like, do we know if that's true? Son of a bitch. Yeah, it's true. He like, is a figment of... No, 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 he's not child. a figment. I think he exists. Okay. Now see that, I don't know. Now see? next week. Next week corrections. Next week corrections. Um, yeah, I also I always loved that he called Big Bird Bird. Bird. Hi, Bird. Hey, Bird. So cute. It's the sweetest. It's really sweet. Also, I will say, oh, no. one of the sad, saddest things I've ever seen is that there used to... Do you know on Sesame Street there was Mr. Hooper's store? Yeah, of course. Did you know that there was a Mr. Hooper? Yes. Did you know that Mr. Hooper died? Yes, I've seen this on YouTube. You have? Yes. It's very, Why would I do this? It's very difficult. There is... Don't do that. So what you're talking... So continue. When I was a child, that was like the first time I was exposed to like, oh. So they do an episode where they, like, yeah. they talk about death. And isn't it Big Bird being like, oh, he's going to come back? He'll be here? Yes. And not, doesn't understand because he's like a kid. Coming to grips with the fact of death and then holding a framed picture of Mr. Yeah. Hooper and like having a moment. I remember being a child and completely falling apart. Yeah. It's, there's a lot of moments like that. I think you and I, I don't know if we've talked about it on the show, but we've talked about it in life. Jim Henson's funeral. Oh, just go. To, if, if you ever. Just watch it in a bathtub with a toaster oven and just forget yeah. about it after. If you ever just need a cry. <laughs> YouTube Jim Henson's funeral because uh, Big Bird comes out. Yeah. The Sesame Street gang comes out. The Muppets are there. Kermit is there. Everyone. It is. It's literally, I'm choking on thinking about it right now. Gut wrenching. It is. He sings It's Not Easy Being Green. It is. I have the chills and I have, I may cry. Okay. I posted it for some reason and then I think it was Gabe. Gabe was like, why am I doing this? (laughs) Yeah. That is. Why am I doing this to myself? Why would I be doing this? I know what this is and I'm watching it. Here I am. Just getting in but on But guys, this. when you're done with this hilarious episode, tune into YouTube, watch Jim Henson's funeral. And really. Have a cry. Yeah. Do, but don't do it if you have like plans for the rest of the Because <laughs> you'll be you'll, ruined. Yeah. You'll, you'll ruin yourself. All right. Um, I wanted to uh, hearken back to our babysitting episode. Oh my goodness. Because uh, it was a couple episodes ago. Um, I to talk about one of my favorite things, but go ahead. Okay. Um, I will say that a couple people have come up to me to let me know that they too had a room with children in it. In their high school. Right. And then they also couldn't really give me a reason as to why. Okay. Because I don't know what's happening, but at some point you're just like, oh, this is something. So okay. I, this is there. This is just a thing my high school has. Uh-huh. So I reached out to one of my friends, my Jen. Yes. Reached out to Jen um, and texted her and was like, hey, can you tell me why there were children? Let me, I'm actually going to read the exact text. This is apropos of nothing. Out of nowhere, I sent her this text. Question. Who are the children that were in the room at that room at NVOT? That was our high school. NVOT? Northern Valley, Old Japan. Okay. 
I mean, it's technically Northern Valley Regional High School in Old Japan, but it was <sighs> NVOT. Who were the children that were in that room at NVOT that had like a glass window we could see into? What was that about? <laughs> and Jen said? Jen said, teens and tots. Excuse me. Pardon? It, it, oh. Go on. Teens and tots. Do the bananas one. No. What are you, bananas? That's you said that. Yeah, but it's like. Okay, hey, what are you, bananas, teens and tots? They had a, so two parts. One, it was, it was part of the child development class. What's child development though? Like It was people that were trying to, that were like getting a head start on like degrees in like teaching, education and teaching okay, okay. and that kind of stuff. Okay. That makes sense. And then the other part was, is that it was an actual daycare, an actual discounted daycare that you could take your children to. And it was super discounted because it was just a bunch of freaking teens I mean, they the were also students teachers. are taking care of yes. the kids, the teens and the aforementioned tots. Oh, so that's boy. what that was. And there's a window that you could just watch. Why the why the window? I don't know. And maybe I'm remembering. Keep that everybody wrong. honest. Keep, keep it, everyone yeah, honest. Keep everyone real honest. Don't no shaking or kind of slapping or yeah, none of that. No. Uh, so yeah, so that was a thing. Teens and tots. Tots always makes me immediately think of tater tots. Oh, I wish. So I'm just thinking they're just taking care of a bunch of tater tots. It's, I mean. Just plates and plates of tots everywhere. And they're putting out condiments for them to eat. Mm-hmm. I love tater tots. Yeah, I do too, but I don't ever eat them. When am I eating them? Um, at a hospital. Uh, <laughs> at a college cafeteria. Uh, okay, I'm not, I'm hopefully not going to they a hospital. They also have them at my work cafeteria. Oh, see then, okay, yeah. So like you're, you're they're around. Yeah. They're, I don't ever, I'm, I'm never anywhere. Them. There's one I'm not place, making them at home. There's one place I go to that they do say, do you want fries or do you want tots? And the answer is tots. I get fries. What's wrong with you? I don't know. Yeah, it's tots. <laughs> um, so that's our teens and tots. I'm glad I, we got to the bottom of that. I have one more, not as much as a correction, but just a follow up. Okay. Emily, you brought up a television program at the end of our radio episode. Okay. It was a television, television program called Throb. Yep, I'm working T-H-R-O-B, I'm working Throb. Throb is an American sitcom that aired in syndication <laughs> from September 6th, 1986 to <laughs> May 21st, 1988. They had a good good run, two year. Good, good year and a half. <laughs> the series, was... created by Freddie Taubin, oh, love him, uh, wow, was uh, produced by Procter & Gamble, and it was on CBS. Oh, How about wow. That? Um, and I also just want to... Play a little bit of that <laughs> lovely tune. Yeah. I kind of love this. Oh, you would have loved the show. Then it really builds. Oh, oh. Ex- Excuse me. I mean, you just don't have theme songs this long anymore. Uh, I was just gonna say, so long. And and also, wait, Paul W. Walker. Oh yeah, he's the son. Paul Walker. He's the son. Burying the lead. I forgot that. I just happened to see it because he came up after Richard Cummings Jr. <laughs> He's the son of the single mom who's working at Throb to like make ends meet. Well, look, you, sometimes you got to work. T H R O B. I'm working Throb. I just like okay. So I like the conceit of this entire show, though. This woman, she's single. Yeah. She's got Paul Walker. Yeah. Soon to be Young. too fast and too furious. Young and then Paul Walker passed pass away. R I P. Untimely. Yeah. And but she's like, I gotta get a job. I need I need something that I can work, and it it goes along with his school schedule and stuff. Oh, this. Throb. Circle with a red marker in the newspaper <laughs> classifieds. Throb, Throb is hiring, and it was called Throb again. It wasn't sex related. No, it was like a. It was like a. Um, oh shoot! You just had it up. It, it was I like a, I believe it was a uh, like record label synopsis. The series revolved around thirty-something divorcee Sandy Beatty, yeah, who gets a job at a new small at a small new wave record label. New it's a wave record, record label. label. I mean, it's kind of a hip concept. Sandy's boss is Zachary Armstrong, who had He's a, a real weasel. crush on Sandy. Oh, wait, he did? She also had a 12-year-old son named Jeremy, played Paul. in the first season by Paul Walker. Oh, wait a minute, and then who and in the second season? season two by, oh, Sean DeVere, 
Veritich. <laughs> what happened to Shonda Veritich? I don't know. During the second season, Sandy moved from her original apartment to the recently vacated penthouse in her building. She took in her coworker Blue to help out with rent, but the differences between straight-laced, somewhat conservative Sandy and the free-spirited Blue became more pronounced as they both lived and worked together. Blue is the actress from Frasier. Uh, Jane Leaves. Jane Leaves, yeah. Wow. <laughs> so Guys, it wasn't a you, radio station. You wouldn't have known table. that Throb launched I've, acting careers like Jane, Jane Leaves, Leaves and... Paul, Paul W. Walker. Walker. But usurped by... Well, maybe Paul got a better a better job. I bet you that is a million percent better job happened. He auditioned Rob. for some movie and then his parents were like, you're not, you're dropping Throb, you're taking the little young, Dutch boy. You're taking young Hercules. <laughs> is that a thing? Uh, yes, but it was Ryan Gosling. Anyway. Wow. Here I am. All right. Yeah. So I think those are the all our corrections I think for we're today. caught up. Yeah, you think you feel caught up and ready I to go? I feel good. I ready to good. jump into episode 98's topic? Yes. And that topic today is... Museums. museums. Uh, didn't plan it. Didn't plan the museums. Uh. Didn't plan it. Didn't plan it. Not gonna um, plan it. So, <laughs> museums are great. End of end of episode. <laughs> That's that. I love a good museum. Um, do you have a favorite museum? Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Take your um, time, I guess. That's hard. I will say because I am in a committed relationship with <laughs> my husband. Yeah. He is in a committed relationship with me and any and all museums. Yeah, I would imagine that. So I have seen a lot. Yeah. They start to blur. Yeah. What, have I been to two Confederate White houses and Confederate museums. Yes, Emily, I have. Um, I bet those are interesting, though. I mean, they. I mean, they're insane, though. You got to be careful about what you say in those. What? what do because you mean? they are not joking. Like you're just, in, and you're like, oh, this is funny. Ha ha ha! Look, Confederate money, and people are looking around, and they're like, oh, this is the way it should be. Oh, I see. Yeah, what you're like saying. you got to be okay. Real I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Um, but I would say, I mean, the Louvre. It has to be like okay. It's just gorgeous, and you can't. I, I've been you, there twice you, would you say and I've never you, seen it. You love the Louvre? <laughs> Thanks. What's your favorite? Oh. Oh. Um. <laughs> I really didn't expect the tables to be turned. You asked the question. I know. It's a hard uh, question. I, I wasn't the, expecting it. The Museum of Fine Arts in Boston is very nice. I love the MFA. I like that one, I guess. And I had a membership. My mom had a membership for a long time, so I think I've been there the most. Yeah. Because it's hard, you know. Yep. When you go to a museum, especially those huge, massive like yep. museums, you know you're not going to see everything. Yeah. So you, to have access to one over and over and over it's again great. and like kind of... Then, for sure. Yeah. So Same I think that's the only museum also I'm most familiar with. That one, yeah. That one I went to a bunch because I, I got in free when I was a student and it was literally like three T-stops. It was like three train stops away from where from you were, my yeah. school. So it was very simple to get to. Um... Yeah, no, good call. Have you been to any weird music? Like, I mean, aside from like the Confederate, but like, like a like a Bizarro. Oh, like I've, those weird like Ripley's Believe It or Not. I don't wait a minute, that. have you been to Ripley's Believe It or no! Not? We should try to get some passes. Get some passes for yeah, that shit. Yes, I'm if not somebody can hook it. us up, I'm not paying for that. If somebody can hook us up with Ripley's Believe It or Not passes, we would totally go. I will say that we went to um, this area on International Drive that they've revamped. And we just simply went to look around. It's where the big Ferris wheel is. Yeah. <clears throat> Have you the been Orlando, over there? The Orlando Eye. The Orlando Eye. Have yeah. you been on the Orlando Eye? No, Emily. Because you want someone just to give you. I respect myself. Yeah. I just want someone to give me a ticket if I'm going to do that. I'm, I'm not, not going to do it. 30 not something dollars. Gonna but when we were there, they were like, um, oh, th- there's a skeleton museum. That's, no. Lots of animal. That's upsetting. Also, isn't that just like a museum of science or something? Like, yeah. <laughs> but it was all... Just skeletons. Just seat. all skeletons. I like going to the parts where there's like dinosaur skeletons and, you know, fossils and all that sort of stuff. But in a museum that's just specifically skeletons is scary. Um, I went to uh, Italy when I was in first grade or second grade. And my parents, as a first grader, decided it was appropriate to take me to the catacombs. Oh, the catacombs. Which is human... Paris? Skeletons. No, there's one in Rome. It, yes. I think so. Oh, there's also one. Oh, there's man. one in Paris. I know I went. I know I went in Italy, so it was somewhere. Well, did you know what's funny is that a friend Terrifying. of mine had just been to them, to the catacombs, and I remembered as a kid 
I was completely fascinated by that concept. Horrifying. Horrifying. It's messed up. Just and and as uh, heads, what was I? Heads, seven? Skulls and skulls and skulls and skulls and skulls. I'm seven years old. It's very weird. Yes, but I will say too, when I was little, we would go to the Museum of Fine Arts, yep. and they would have the mummy exhibit, and that's also very morbid for children yeah. to like conceptualize that. Yeah. Like these bodies were prepared. There's dead bodies in there's those dead bodies things. in there. Yeah, there's a lot of weird stuff that happens at museums. But it's like, oh, this is, this is how kids learn about that sort of thing. Like, IKEA is kind of like a museum. Yes. In what way? You walk around it. There's a cafeteria. The end. There's yeah. a parking lot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's like a museum. There's curators. There's curators? <laughs> There's curio cabinets. <laughs> There's borkentus. There's flurgs. <laughs> um... Yes. So I would say I have been to a lot of museums. Uh, one, because it was something that my, my parents did when, when we were kids and some of that instilled in us. Some of that was very important. Um, but also my husband is um, is obsessed with museums and probably has like an unhealthy He's obsession. Huge history buff. Yes. Um, to the point where we refer to, he can go all day without eating. We refer to it as his museum stomach. Where he, <laughs> I believe like sort of like a camel has like, extra like has like a extra thing of like water you know yeah, that it just, yeah, like, that it's an extra just, bladder like, or something so, it just holds on to its water somehow in a special <laughs> right. fancy way correction uh corrections <laughs> coming up uh it's like that where he has a reserve of food and nutrition that he can just so he won't become a grumpus yep he'll just he be just, like i can keep going here keep i going, am keep going i am feeding off the nutritional elements of a museum <laughs> he well and that's what he does. And so early on in our relationship, he learned that he had to keep like granola bars on him or something so that he could like give it to me so that I could like stay with him. But now we're at a point where like you're an infant. Yes. Yes. That's right. Did you pack the bag of treats for me? Yeah. Fair. Uh, yeah. If you keep you want to keep me interested and keep me happy, you just got to keep me fed. That's what I say. I bet you know going into it, though, that you're like, OK, I'm in this. Like, I'm in this for the long yeah. haul. And this is for him. Yes. Like, I, I mean, oh, and I'll be interested, but like, I'm going to definitely yes. lose interest and, at some and, point. Yeah. And he's gotten really good. Like, he used to be literally, we'd go to a museum and it was every plaque, every word of every single picture, every single statue, every single everything, which you just can't realistically do in a place you like, can't. I don't know, the Louvre. You can't. You, would you just got to like. Be there for 17 days. So. Doesn't he's gotten, it all just look the same? I, that's what I told him. We went to. It specifically happened to me. I I've I can point to several times where I lost my cool. Uh, one of them <laughs> was in the uh, so all of the Smithsonian museums you can get into for free. They're all along the lawn at, in DC. Okay. Yeah. Um, and they have uh, so there's a science one. There's yeah. you know all the different ones. There's like the folk art one, which pass. Um, but oh, there's, there's a portrait. I, see, I would want to go to that one. Folk art is bullshit. Go on. I'll die on that hill as well. <laughs> uh, banana splits are bullshit. Folk art is bullshit. Oh wow. Um, taking stands <laughs> today. Um, the portrait museum. Okay. So there's a lot of really cool stuff in the Portrait Museum because there's a lot of really cool current photographs and really neat stuff. Um, and uh, <laughs> then you get into a section where it's only white men with fluffy white collars. Oh. And, and they're nobody of consequence. It's right. not like George Washington. Right, right, right. Alexander Hamilton. It's like... People you would never... Nobody, and so I, I said to him, I'm going to go to the, the cafe and read now. And the cafe, I will say, at the Portrait Museum is basically an inside garden. Oh, and so that's lovely. It was the best. Best decision ever. So many times I've learned my limits and said, I'm going to go read a book somewhere. And then I do. And he's and he's like, okay. Yeah. He's like, well, see, that's great. A little bit. Yeah. That's, that's great. what you do. You compromise. That's what marriage is about, guys. I will say there have been times when I have made my feelings Boredom known, known in different, less classy ways. Less productive ways, would you say? Maybe. Mm-hmm. So we did set a time limit mm-hmm. on some of the museums in Paris because we knew it was going to be too long. You for, had to set, for a certain someone. Yes, you had to, namely we, you. So we were setting three hours, four hours. You know, whatever the time limits and were. And that was it. Which seems generous. I will say. Alarm would go off, and you'd say, it's "That's time it." To go. Well, we knew it. There was no alarm. We just knew this is this is the time. We'll <laughs> at at two p.m. We're done. I'd set an alarm because I'd really want my bases covered. Well, and like, I don't want any liberties taken well, here. Get me out of here. So when. Two o'clock came around and we were still kind of looking at stuff. Yeah, see. Uh-oh. I tried to figure out a way. So we're in France. I tried to figure out a way of getting his attention. So this is 100% true. I took out uh, our iPad, had um, a French translator on it. 
that you could like look up words and you could and it would like yes. speak them back to you. Mm-hmm. So I was like, what could I do with this? And so I went to the medical section mm-hmm. where there's just a lot of body parts listed. Mm-hmm. And then I was finding French words. Like, so I found the French word for penis. And then I turned up the volume all the way. And near Tim just kept pressing the speak button. So a French mm-hmm. robotic woman was just going, la penis, la penis. Or it's, it's probably la penis. Just saying the French word for penis over and over and this over was again your way of getting to make him hurry. And then he was like, fine, 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 fine. Because people like, obviously, like, can you imagine being in a museum people in America? People are looking at you too. I, I don't care. I want to get out. So then I was putting it. So then there was also uh, le vagin. Vagina. You couldn't just have le simply. Anus. It was just a fun way to do it. You couldn't have just simply said to your husband, <laughs> I'm losing steam. No, it was the mark. And and then he knew a punishment was upon him. A punishment? And there we were. So I just kept pressing it. So. French genital words. Le penis. Le penis. Stop saying it. Can you imagine being in an American? Like, imagine being in a place where there's somebody holding up and it's just saying, penis. Yeah, you're penis. being an a-hole. Pen- <laughs> <laughs> you're being le asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was pretty good. So it's something but you got we, him out of there. Of course. So it became, a th- it became our thing for our trip. And now it's something that we joke about of like, don't make me, I'll take the French lady. Don't make lady me lapinus you. I'll take out the French lady and she'll start saying words to you. Oh, God. I like to I think that it wasn't was, even just on a phone. It's on an iPad. It's on a larger format. Mm-hmm. It was back in the, it, that was in 2012. So, you know, I mean, I don't even think I had an iPhone at that point. I probably did. I, I mean, 2012. I mean, Mm, 20, it was 2011 2011 seven years ago we had iPhones. seven years ago I don't know if I did corrections corrections uh <laughs> corrections I'll check my personal I'll check Verizon to see if I have go back as far as you can yeah and I'll have to see when I had a flip phone and when I got a Verizon a, uh, iPhone uh yeah so that that's definitely one thing that happened to me at a museum huh yeah well interesting yeah I don't think anything wild has happened to me in a museum okay. I think I've just gone to them okay and like this is nice here we are. They always seem very nice. Sorry. The, the dog was just digging in his bed. And Copernicus then just, did something strange. And then just stopped and stared at us both as if he just saw us for the first time. And then got out of the bed and is now just with us again. He's with us again. Guys, you're welcome for the play-by-play, What's Copernicus Doing? It's my favorite game. Um. Okay. You guys came. You guys came with your stories. Yeah. You, you came, came out, with them. out and about. Um, and one of these stories I have to share because I completely identify. Please. So uh, Molly messaged us and she said, I got to spend the night in the Boston Museum of Science when I was seven for a Girl Scouts field trip. I got lost for hours because I, was, because I abandoned my group when I got distracted by a room of crystals. They were shiny. Can you blame me? A room. I got distracted <laughs> by a room of crystals. Then after thinking I'd been left behind... And lots of stressed out little kid crying, I was reunited with my troop, only to then have to go to sleep in the dinosaur room directly underneath the open toothy mouth of the T-Rex. That's pretty great. So the reason I I saw this, and I was like, I too have spent the night at the Boston Museum of Science. Is, is that a thing Massachusetts it's, kids It's did? a Girl Scout thing. That oh. New England. And side note, I did not know that Molly was affiliated with New England. Mm, I didn't either. I'm not sure how she is. Me neither. Molly. Call me. Get some information. Molly, call me maybe. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. But yeah, you would you would sleep overnight. Me and Jen Yaffe had done this. Obviously. Um, But you'd sleep overnight. That's cool. In the museum. In a sleeping bag? Yeah, you bring... That's... I mean, God. Do you remember sleeping bags? Hold on. <laughs> Emily, you just asked me if I remembered sleeping bags. I'm in kind of... When you were a little girl, they were another expression of like oh, your yeah. identity. Yes. So like the kind of sleeping bag you had. I never had a cool one. You just had like a neutral. I had a navy blue one. You were like Jen Yamans. Um, that's Yamans what, that's if you're a, listening. That's what they say about me. Well, because she, uh, in retrospect, you probably had the better, like the more comfortable and good sleeping bag when I, in the meantime, had like a cheap pile of crap new cabbage ki- patch kit. New kids on the block made of paper. Uh, yeah. I had cabbage patch. Nice. What was your Cabbage Patch's name again? Phoebe Whitney. (laughs) (laughs) So glad to have that back in my brain. God, I forgot. Wow, it's better than I remembered. When I asked you, I was like, God, it's something. I hope it's still good. And Phoebe Whitney. Phoebe Whitney. God, it's so great. She was a redhead. It can't be that. Uh, And then I had Frederick, the bald one. Stop it. 
Well, he was a preemie, right? Remember, I had his name changed. So what was it? <laughs> I don't remember what it was before, but I had it changed to Frederick. I can't. Also, as I a child, begin. why was I picking the name Frederick? I, can, I don't know. What kind what? of a person I, am I? We can't go back. To okay. That. Um. Yeah, but yeah, you get so you could cool. stay in the Boston Museum. And say, I wonder if they do that now. I'm sure, sure they do. They should. It's a smart idea. It was super fun. We looked forward to it every year. That's They'd really give you cool. like you'd have dinner there, and you'd get like little breakfast stuff in the morning That's too. So fun. And we slept in. Yeah, you can sleep in the dinosaur room, and then one time we slept in a room that had like lightning balls. Lightning balls. It was or like a, there would be an electricity show that they would well, do. What are those called? I, you know what I'm talking you put about. Your hands on them. No, 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 not oh. those though. Well, these were like a, a gigantic form of that. Yeah. I don't know what it's called. And make your hair stand up. Yes, it was exciting. Electric ball, lightning ball. I'm gonna. I forget. In the morning too, they played. They played something in the morning to wake us up. And I remember Jen Yaffe and I still reference it, but now I don't remember what it is. Yaffe, if you're listening, if that baby's suckling on the teat in your board and you're listening. Okay, here we are. Put Sam down for a moment and pick up pick up the phone and text me. What song? It was like a song to get everybody. It was like a hip song at the time. Before you go go. Wasn't No, it wasn't, but it that's smart. Something like right? Wake me up. Yeah. I've never I've never done anything like that. I wish. I would have loved to do something like that although I do feel like maybe I'd be like Ugh, I just want to be in my own bed at this point I think it's the fun of having access to something when there's no one else there yeah that's true I think though too you can probably identify when you go to your job and there's like it's not open and yeah. you get to walk kind of like the streets of that environment without anybody there I, mean, I don't work there anymore but now it's just an office but when you did yeah no that's cool I yeah. remember when I worked for Universal Studios and I would go there before the parks opened I remember thinking what an interesting world this is that there's yeah. no one here yet yeah no, so, that, no, um, yeah, that makes sense. Night at the Museum. Ben Stiller. Did you see that movie? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't. I mean, I didn't see it in, like, the theater. I didn't, like, line up. But it's, you like, something it. that's come across my eyes. You watched it all, the whole thing. Ooh, I actually don't know if I've seen the whole thing. I hope not. I know I've seen the second one. Why? I saw it in the theater because Tim and I like to do themed viewings of movies before we go places. And it was, like, Escape from the Smithsonian. And uh, we were going to D.C. that weekend. So I know I saw that one. We like themed viewings. Okay. Anyway, um, I will say, speaking of museums in D.C., um, this is going to start in a very depressing place. Oh. And then it'll, because I'm just going to mention this museum. Uh, Have you been to the Holocaust Museum? I knew you were going to say the Holocaust Museum. Yeah. No. It is brutal. I've been to D.C. and I've done a lot of the touristy things, but I have not done okay. that. So I'm not going to live in this. I just want to nope. say that that's where we were. Not Great. Moving on. Fun times. Moving on fun times. Yes. So they they bring you into a room and it's like the first part of it is like a map. It, there's like uh, these walls, like these glass walls, and they have like etched on them like maps of like the where kind of everything started and that sort of thing. <laughs> Great. So Tim and I are standing there and you're all kind of close together and like at, you – you can hear what other people are saying as they're like looking at stuff. Yeah. This guy, his dad <laughs> grabs his kids and his wife and he goes, hey, hey, come here, come here. And so Tim and I are right there. And he's like, he looks, so it's a map of Europe. So it's like yeah. Germany and that sort of stuff. So it's like showing like literally it's a map of concentration camps. Right, right. And he's like, so uh, if I get that, uh, that if I win the bonus and I get the cruise, this is the, this is the map, this is the cruise that we'll be going on. And then started pointing out where the cruise stops would be. <laughs> on a Holocaust <laughs> map. He's out of touch. Do you think? <laughs> also, I hope. I Tim hope and he- I were, I mean, jaws. Mortified. Uh, it's like literally t- telling it out loud. Because it's something that Tim and I have joked about all the time now. Like when we see like inappropriate, like if we're in a place where there's maps like of something like cruise map happen or yeah, something like, it's a cruise map. There it is. Well, well and don't that's one of those times too that you have to like sit there and mutter under your breaths to one another. Like, is this really happening? Uh, is this really happening? Are, yeah. you, are you hearing the guy next to me? Uh, is this happening right now? It was, I mean, what type of person? Out of touch. People are out of touch. I don't know what happens to people. I, they just are on, on, they're in their own world. This is the cruise we'd be going on. I can't. Hey, kids, uh, take a picture of this map. Hey, kids, real fast. Um, I know we've all been assigned people who really did uh, go through the Holocaust, and we're all, like, seeing whether our characters <laughs> lived or died. Um, and then we're going to go into that 
room that's all of the shoes. Yeah, let's do that. But first, <laughs> first, I'd really like to talk about the bonus I'm going to get for working at whatever bullshit sales job I, I have. I was going to say, he's already being a little presumptuous, assuming that he may get that yeah. bonus. Yeah. I know that Ted has been working way harder than him, and I'm pretty certain Ted's going to yeah. nail it. And Ted is not someone who would point it out on the on Yeah, the Ted's not Holocaust a monster. Map. Ted's yeah. not an animal. Yeah. So yeah. that's so there's that. Yeah. Ted deserves that. Ted should go on that cruise. He his wife did cheat on him as well. And so I feel like and they're trying uh, to rebuild Ted's, their marriage. Ted's wife did? Yeah. So they're trying Maureen? to rebuild. Yeah. So they're trying to rebuild. So I think this would be like a really special thing. He's for him. not leaving her? No. They're, they're gonna to work it out? For the kids. Hmm. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so I don't think I've ever so yeah, so that's uh for me that that was like the end all be all of like worst moments. I mean, it's people are gross. They, they're horrible. People are gross. Um, so I want to uh, get back to um another uh story from our our listeners. Yes. So Betsy yes. sent in a story, and Betsy said, "So in Indianapolis, there's the Indiana State Museum. Which, first of all, what a what a romp that must be. Woo! Oh, <laughs> hey kids." We're going to have some fun today. I don't want to have more than one mimosa at brunch because I want to be bright-eyed and bushy-tailed for that entire Indianapolis museum. museum. It's going to be great. Um, the Indiana State Museum, which has the exhibits on the past, present, and future of the state. Since Indiana had a lot of train stops, there's a living history scene with an old locomotive and train station. In fifth grade, I was asked to come in and do a studio recording for background noise in the scene to emulate the voices of history coming to life. The story was my grandmother from Germany was arriving to my little Hoosier town. I had to make comments like, Welcome in, Grandmutter. <laughs> Look at my pretty cotton dress, Grandma. I made it myself. I taught my kitten how to do a trick. <laughs> And random stuff like that. My little eight-year-old voice is now forever captured in a weird living history scene. So that it's still there. It's my favorite thing. <laughs> that That's one of my favorite listener stories we've ever gotten. Why would that even be a thing that people need, though, to, like, identify with? Of course, because it's like you've been in stuff like that. Like, it, it Do you, So wait, is this exhibit where, you can go on the train? That's my guess. Is that And then, like, you see little scenes. Or, like, you, you, yeah, it's playing the... the What's funny to me, though... Uh, all right, everyone. Um, thank you so much for coming in. Uh, you know, we just, we really want to make sure that this Indiana State Museum really sets itself apart. And so it's important to us to have real kid voices um, on this recording. So thank you guys so much for coming in. We're going to get candies after or now? Okay, you're too young for this. So I really need someone who's a little bit older. So I'm sorry, these auditions. Like me? Yes. Yes, there you are. Uh, I'm <laughs> sorry, uh, little Holly, but you can you can sit in the corner and you can still have a candy. Let's get candy. That's yeah. all that. Yeah, you can still get candy. Um, but uh, the name is um, uh, Bridget Findle. I'm uh, professionally trained. Wow. I, Bridget, yeah. how old are you? I am uh, 11. Wow. Mm -hmm. Well, Bridget, you are obviously uh, very mature for your age. Mm -hmm. Mature, might I say. I'm a method uh, actress. Okay. Um, and so what we need today, as you know, you know, this Hoosier state, go Hoosiers, go Hoosies. Okay. okay. You don't need to um, dumb it down for me. Okay. <clears throat> um, you know, we really want to bring the importance of the Indiana trains yeah i've read life the, i've read the sides okay well if you could just <laughs> Done do some research if you could record uh some of that dialogue if you mm -hmm. want to just go through some of your lines real fast and we'll mm -hmm. have you all right and speed and take one guten fatent make nachten okay i'm just gonna do a quick cut on that um did you not want me to do it in German? I was going to do no, it. No, that was that was very very good mm -hmm. and I'm I am astonished at how incredible your German was. Yeah. Um Yeah, if the others could be in English, that would be. Good. Do you want an accent? Is there some sort of dialect? Sure, yeah. I love I'd love a German accent. I'd really love a little girl German accent would be great. So if you just want to read that now, second I line. Now, I heard the oh. other young lady that you just told to be quiet and give a candy to, yes. and she was using a very small girl. Yes. Um, you just want me to do something kind of in between what I'm yes. doing now and that baby? Yes, voice? but German. Okay. Okay, great, great, great. Okay, so we're just going to do a take two. Speed. Uh, remember, it's that second line you have there. Mm -hmm. And? Motor. Vater. I built a dress from scratch. Okay, I'm just going to cut real fast. Um, 
That was amazing. Thank you. I, I love that you said you built, that you ch- kind of changed the lines a little bit. I modified that. It. It's, it's, I, I, it's so. I so. I so. But I so I've been studying myself. at the Indiana School of Little Actresses. And wow. I, mm-hmm, and, um, I just, ISLA. I improvise, so I kind of know how to do that, too. Become wow. a character. Wow. Mm-hmm. That was that was really incredible. Mm-hmm. I've um, become the character of Helga Gutenstein. So I just feel, you know, I'm just trying to, if it's too much, you can just let me know. No, this is this is exactly the type of thing we're looking for. Great. Um, would it be possible for you to maybe, I mean, while you're here, to take mm-hmm. on some other roles? I would love to. Wonderful. Um, there International is, passengers on the train? There that, are. There I read is, ahead in the script and I was really hoping that this would... You've proven yourself that I think you're ready to take on. Um, so if you skip to page 42, um, <laughs> there is a French uh, man, um, and he he's older. He is very old. He's very wise. Um, and he's just seeing Indiana for the very first time. So if you could um, read again, that line from 43. Once again, you don't want this in French. You just want... Uh, just like the a, accent. Yeah, yeah, because our... our um, you know, our our visitors aren't bilingual or anything like that. Okay. So well, just give the flavor. They don't call me accidentally amazing for nothing. I don't know what that means. Accidentally. Got it. Amazing. Now I get it. Wow, this is incredible. I, I can't believe it. So okay, yeah, so, so the, right the, here on page 42, yes. the French elderly gentleman. Yes, yes. His okay. name is Jacques mm-hmm. Bourgeau. Okay, here we go. Great. Mm-hmm. Uh, take three. This is amazing. This is this sounds. I shall remember this for oh, oh, the days of my life, which are numbered. I die. Ooh. Wow. I added the death scene. I noticed end. that, <laughs> and I really appreciated it. Thank you so much for coming in. Yeah, goodbye, Bridget. Bye. Bridget. <laughs> um, Betsy, thank you so much for sending us that story. I thank love. Thank you, Betsy. Can I call you Betsy? Already am. There we are. Uh, I just, I love that. It makes me so happy, the idea of, I taught my kitten how to do a trick. Who does, also, kittens aren't doing tricks. Yeah, for the record. They won't, they won't, they won't do anything. They won't do even come anything around. for you. They won't even come when you need them to. Yeah, they're like, no, not interested. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not interested in whatever you have to offer me. Cats. <laughs> um, I will say, though, I have lately, as of late, it, look, I've never been a cat fan. Oh, but as of late, I have been around cuter, nicer cats, and I enjoy those. Oh. <laughs> I will say that. A cat that will come up to me and, you know, kind of lick my feet, which is weird. Like your feet? Or lick. lick? Okay. Like I once I had that happen recently where a cat came over and I had like flats on and they just licked the top of my feet and it was very cute. But also they have very sandpapery tongues. They're rough tongues. It's very weird. It's very weird. And yeah. they can become fixated. It's, it was weird. They can keep the licking going. Yeah, I don't Or they that. can keep the pawing going. But it's, they, I don't know. It's kind of nice. And their their paws are very small. Very small. They're, there's very cute elements to cats. Yeah. I do not hate cats. Yeah, I don't. I very much enjoy a nice cat here yeah. and there. I just, but I just don't like that. I don't like their attitudes overall. They just don't need us. Yeah. And they I like to have us around, but they don't need us. I don't even know if they like to have you around. Sometimes they do. Some. But like dogs need, they want, they just need and, and want And they're just you. kind of dumb and like happy to be, they're just happy to be here. They're the know? best things in the world. Yeah. I mean. I mean, get get yourself together. What are we? Life are we Magazine doing? this month did a whole piece about it. I'm sorry? So check yourselves. Dogs, why we need them and why they need us. Oh, I know. I'll have to read that. Big golden lab on the cover. Check uh, it out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that right after I watch the Jim Henson funeral. Don't do. That. <laughs> I know it probably is sad. Well, you just saw I Love Dog. I, I love, love dogs. Yeah, and that was all dogs, and they're the best. Yeah, but yeah, no, of course. What are you gonna say? They were fake dogs. Yeah, they were fake dogs. Charlie said, "For my 22nd birthday, I went to the Museum of Death in Los Angeles with some of my friends." Great birthday, Charlie. <laughs> Well, I mean, maybe she's super into death, I guess. I'm 22 years old, and I just really want to be reminded that life is short and that death is inevitable. Ladies, I didn't get your RSVPs for the death museum. Make sure you sign Ladies, up. I made us all sashes that say death is inevitable and <laughs> life is a joke. Uh, I made her, them all. They're black. All of her friends, like, behind her back are all like, are we, what are we is doing? okay? Why are we going to this? Is it- <laughs> well, it was so graphic that one of my friends vomited, and the other one had to be escorted out because she almost fainted. I thought it was really cool and highly recommended. Escorted <laughs> out. Also, then Mike responds, I've been there. Next time you're in L.A., go by Dearly Departed Tours Little Museum. They have a Jane Mansfield's death car and Mae West's false teeth. Wow. Great. I'm guys, so glad that you guys found each other on our on our page. Wow. 
I wonder if Mike and Charlie knew each other otherwise. They certainly did not. They seem like they, they did pat- not. I mean, they had no. They had the same taste, which is nice. Um, oh, I wonder if they're married and paired up. I doubt it. They should know each other now. I mean, they should. They should at least swap death stories and travel advice. <laughs> Death-related travel advice. Um, similar note. Uh, in I've been one time to medieval times. One time, one time only. It because was my, you thought it was... It was my brother's birthday. Okay. And I was able to tag along. Okay. So lest we forget, my brother had June birthday. So awesome. Outdoor, Best time of the year. Cool right. birthdays. And right. then I had December birthday where we were... It's called decorating. No one's coming. Christmas. Everyone's worried about Christmas. We were, we were making Christmas Nobody ornaments cares. out of like coat hangers. The birthday girl at the time forgot. Yeah. Got it. So that's me. So, uh, but I would always get to tag along to his birthdays. So uh, one of those is Medieval Times and they have a torture room there. Why? And it's like all what? of this stuff that like was in dungeons and like stuff that would like torture and like kill people. Why? I don't know. Um, but uh, we bought the torture book for some reason. It was this little book and it was like drawings and like descriptions of tortures. And I don't remember anything in it except one of the tortures is they would hang people they would hang someone by their ankles so they were upside down naked and they would cut you in half starting with your pp or vv excuse <laughs> me that is something i remember because i'm sure as a kid like there was like a, a crude drawing of like that and i remember seeing that they cut I, they cut you in half with your pp or your do you VV. know what's interesting i will say adam and i were at the boston museum of fine arts yep and there's a massive painting it's very famous i don't know the name of it but it was, I think it's, I think it's the definition of drawn and quartered. Yes. Where the horses yep. all have a part, one of your limbs and oh, they yeah. just run. Oh and yeah. you're just, that's what. That's that. When he explained it to me, I was looking at the painting and I thought, that's the most horrific thing I could ever even imagine in my life. I don't know, but what about, what about, how about what I just told you? Getting, getting sawed in half at I, your V. I don't, I don't know. It's all so terrible. It's all bad. It's all bad. Let's just agree. It's all bad. It's all bad. <laughs> it's all bad. Wow. On that I hope note, I'm never in the position that I get tortured. Yeah. Are we, we still torturing? I mean, on the on the secret. On the secret. I think there's secret. What do you know that I don't know? Well, not a lot. She's, that I know. It should be known, but the government. She's knows. wearing a NASA hat, so I think maybe you made. I am wearing things. a NASA hat, but it's red, and I don't wear it a lot now because I'm afraid from the back it looks like a Make America Great Again hat. <laughs> so I don't wear it a lot. Fair. Right. <laughs> From the side or back. I wouldn't be thinking about it, but now that you're saying it. Every like time it, I see a red hat. it just looks like it is that to me. It's very upsetting. <laughs> so that's why I haven't worn it in a while. But today I was like, today I'm wearing it. I'm proud of NASA. And I like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's also hit the mic like six times. So sorry, everyone. Oh, oops. But look, on that note, on the note about torture and, move, you know, I think we should, we should wrap up and head into an adult place oh. we've been talking about adult themes we're not going to the teen scene no it's time to settle down have a cup of tea and stir it on up oh we're going to the stir we're going to the stir cafe mom cafe mom.com let's I'm... head into the stir let's hear that stir theme song uh... waking up got a cup of joe in my hand and want to check in with cafe mom here we go. We're hopping into the stir. So the stir this week, you know, I hopped in there and I was like, I want to just see what's going on in the stir this week. Uh, is it? I, I do it, have a question. It updates. Weekly? There's articles. We just usually hop into the quizzes, but there are a lot of articles and advice. And I have a question, though. Who do you think's running this site? Like well, who's? Cafe, Cafe Mom. Do you think this is a woman that was like, I'm going to start? As, okay. 100%. All right. Good. I like that. Okay. There's a lot of ads, so she's making money somehow. Okay. So this is, this was written on April 26, 2018. So this is hot off the pay. 2018? Yes. Oh, April 26. I thought you said August. I'm like, that hasn't even happened yet. Cafe Mom is so ahead of the game. So ahead. <laughs> okay, so, okay, this is fresh. This is fresh. Got it. 40 whimsical bohemian names for baby girls. <laughs> Bohemia may be a real place in the Czech Republic, but for decades it's been thought of as a lifestyle for anyone who lives unconventionally and is heavily involved in the arts and free and peaceful living. Bohemian people are known for their quirky nature in just about every facet of life, and boho parents definitely don't shy away from unconventional when it comes to naming their kids. Something tells me that the woman that runs Cafe Mom, the stir, there is nothing bohemian about her. No, nothing at all. So what I did, anyway, oh. there's no, there's, there was no quiz on there, 
But what I decided to do is do a little, is this a name on the list? Okay. Or is this a name that I have added to the list? Okay. Real name on the list? Or fake. Or fake name. Got it. On the list. Got it. Bring it. So remember, these are 40. You're not going to name 40. Bohemian. No, it's from that list of 40. Whimsical. Bohemian. Baby names for girls. Yeah, I got it. Here we go. Starting strong. Zelda. Yes. That is one. Parsnip. No. That is correct. That is not one. That's a vegetable. (laughs) Fake. Birdie. Yes. That is one. Paloma. Yes. That is one. (laughs) Jeep Grand Cherokee. Fake. Okay, you're right. That That is not right. <laughs> Blue. Yes. That's right. You're killing this list. <laughs> Magic. That, that's tough. I'm going to say no. You're right. That's false. <laughs> I made that one. Although that was, that's tricky. It's a tough one. <laughs> it is tricky. <laughs> Clementine. Yes. That is on the list. <laughs> Clementine, also the name of the character in Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. So it's true. She's very bohemian. Farm. No. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, my name's Farm. It's spelled F-A-U-R-M. Farm. Lavender. Yes. You are 100%. I can kind of tell sometimes. <laughs> Bees. <laughs> <laughs> no you're right bees wasn't one of them schnip <laughs> no Emily you're right so far still 100% I'm nailing this sense can you spell that for me please s-e-n-s-e oh. no you're right <laughs> Emily I made that one up saffron yes that's on the list. Safi, Saf, Safi. That's what I imagine Saffron's nickname becomes because nobody, she doesn't want anyone calling her Saffron. No, no. She's pissed. I'm the same, uh, same place. Coriander. No. You're right. It's just another <laughs> spice. But I would imagine that could be. Could be one. <laughs> Biodegradable. No. <laughs> Carpet. No. I am coming up with nicknames for every one of these names, though. Carpy. Just carp. Carpy. Or pet. (laughs) Winter. Yes. Did we already do that one? No, but I would imagine that's like a... Summer. Yes. Leaves. No. (laughs) (laughs) Emily, you win. You got every one of them right. Oh, well, that's no fun. Nobody likes a winner. You are really getting to know my quiz writing style. I don't think that's what it is. I think it is. <laughs> I think you're really getting to know it. Well, you did say Jeep Cherokee at one point, which it I was knew. Jeep Grand Cherokee. Still. So just deal with that. Wow, Emily, I'm really proud of you. Thank you. You really did it. That skill is something that I can use a lot. It's definitely transferable, I yeah. would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we're heading out of we're heading out of the uh, the old stir. And the like, old stir. The old stir. And I guess it's just time for us to talk about some stuff we want to plug and things we want to talk about that uh, people can see us at and things that we're liking these days. Yeah. And, things that we're liking these days. Is that a new thing? I'm, I've been liking hats lately. So in this section, I'd like to talk about that. Oh, do you want to go in more in depth? I have or? a NASA hat that I'm wearing right now. Yeah. Um, and, I re- and I really like it. Except that I may, it somehow I worry people will think that it. We talked about this, though. I just wanted to reiterate. Great. I am into the hands ma- Handmaid's Tale. Ooh, so did you. you watch first season? I have not. I know I need to. I just haven't. Okay, well, that- let me just tell you this. I've watched. I've been watched. I've been watched. Dentist. I binge watched Game of Thrones all seven seasons within like a two-month period of time. And people will tell you, oh, that show's so gory. It's so hard to take. It's so, you know, heavy. There's lots of murder. Well, guys, I watched Handmaid's Tale first season, and it is pretty tough. But season episodes one and two of the new season, forget it. What does that mean? It's the single most brutal thing I've ever seen. Wow. 
like to the point where I, I thought at one point I thought I'm having trouble watching this. Wow. But in a good way, I was like, this is so incredibly made, but it is bad. Almost Hard impossible to, to take. Wow. Okay. okay. So there's my, that's what I'm into guys. You guys want to know what I'm into? Watching horrible, sad, hats. depressing, awful things. And Amanda's into hats. There it is. Good. Other things we're into. Oh, we want to talk about another podcast. Yes, that is right. Another yes. podcast. Are you talking about Snatch Twenty Two? The Snatch Twenty Two podcast. I Snatch certainly 22 am. Podcast. That is right. So, uh, folks, if you like us two ladies who occasionally curse and occasionally all right, talk about yucks, yucks. talk about yucks and those sort of things, uh, then I'll tell you what. Yeah, you should head over to Snatch Twenty Two podcast because it is hosted by two hilarious ladies, Croy and Tatiana. Mm-hmm. And what did they do? You may ask. Well, I'll tell you what. They read erotic books (laughs) and then they talk about them like it's like a dirty book club they unpack it and they They unpack it it, and they really make fun of it and they dissect it in some really interesting and honestly like smart ways yeah Uh, so it is very dirty uh but it is absolutely hysterical um and to hear two girls take on something like that i feel like you don't hear a lot of that uh so it's really really cool so definitely check it out guys and if you're like "Hmm, what kind of books do they read well i can give you some titles because these are real titles of books that they have read oh really first one doggy style and my understanding is that um a a dog man has sex with someone i have not listened that full episode yet but a dog man has sex with women anyway uh they're just going for it with erotica east erotica wait it has something to do with easter certainly does (laughs) touch the magic dragon Ooh, and of course I mean, this goes without saying. I think we probably all read this in high school. Gay zombie sluts in Key West. They picked a really great vacation spot. They really did. If you're going to be a gay zombie slut, it should be in Key West. It should be in Key West. Um, I have an excerpt from Touch the Magic Dragon if you want to hear it. Oh, yeah. Oh, Emily, please. Uh, Yeah. Um, What chapter is this? uh, This is chapter nine. Great. So this is we're getting into it. Great. Uh, Little Johnny Paper was sifting through the ashes of the world left behind by touch the magic dragon when he started to unzip his pants and slightly stroke his rod touch the magic dragon came back and said i can help with that okay this is <laughs> that's my reading of that wow great yeah. reading definitely yeah. from so guys, the book pop on over to snatch 22 definitely. you can find it, it is, on itunes yeah and- you can find it on itunes snatch 22 podcast uh check it out um, shout out to croy yeah, hey big girl. shout out to Croy. Hey, girl. Hey, girl, hi. Um, definitely check that out because um, uh, we we enjoy it. Um, so if you're asking yourselves, hey, guys, when is your sack show in May? <laughs> What's the answer? It isn't. It isn't. There is no live show in May for Amanda and Emily that is guys, happening at Sack Comedy Lab. Not our choice. But there is a place you can see us live in oh, May. Oh, yes. That is the outdoor fringe stage. That's right. Yeah, in Orlando, the Orlando International Fringe Festival, the outdoor fringe stage on May, May 24th. 24th uh, it's a Thursday. Yeah, it's a Thursday. It's in the evening. You'll be able to find a schedule. Just go to the Orlando Fringe uh, website, and you'll be able to find the schedule for the outdoor stage. We will be doing a special Amanda and Emily show there. Yeah, we are so, super excited to be in a new venue. Uh, it's going to be really fun. There's going to be some drinking and all sorts of fun. Oh. Yeah, because it's right by just, the beer tent. Amanda just decided that part. It's right by the beer tent. Why not? It's true. So bring some over and come on. Have yeah, fun. Yeah, have a fun time. Yeah, pop on in. We know you. We know you. You know us. Just make sure you wave at us so, so yeah. we know that so it's you. So we know you. it's you. Yeah. Or otherwise. Or, or like hold a carnation. Just so we know. What color? Red. It has to be red. Got to be red. If you're holding a white carnation, we're not going to acknowledge we're it. We're going to be like, who are you? And also, we're going to shoo you away. Yeah, it is, you are not here for us. Because you you're there for someone else. Wrong place. Wrong place. The other team uses the white carnations. Yeah, not that. Yeah, and you're on our team. Red carnations only. <laughs> you better um, be. So, yeah. So, those are the places you can see us uh, yeah, this, guys. Coming, uh, this coming month. So, you should do that. You should. Agreed. Also, I'm in a Game of Thrones parody show called Thrones, a musical yes, parody. And that starts Friday, May 18th. But you can also look that up. So Definitely that. check that out. I will be there. Guys, every show. No, she's not. No, Holding you a red carnation. And I, a lot of people have asked me, if I don't watch Game of Thrones, should I go see this show? The honest answer is, you're not going to get a lot of it. I don't care. I'm going. And I've never seen an ep. Okay, it's going to be well, great and it's going to be I'm fun. just telling people. I think if you know of Game of Thrones, you probably know enough references about it that you will get it. That might be fair. Yeah. Okay. So go to it. Have fun. Uh, and cheer on our, our little Emily. 
Or little Emily Fontana. Not the little. I'm not little though. I'm in anyway. fact probably the biggest person in the show. That's including some of the men. So. Okay, here right. we are. Here we are moving right along. Um, but that's that's it. That wraps guys, up our museum episode. Guys, come! Don't just because you're not with us every second of every day doesn't mean you can't be with us every second of every day. Yeah, you can go to Amanda underscore Emily underscore show on Instagram and you yeah. can be with us there. Yeah, you can find us on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash Amanda and Emily or. Honestly, just search Amanda and Emily. Give that page a like. Uh, you can find out what our upcoming topics are going to be. Share your own stories. Um, see all sorts of video content and all sorts of fun stuff. And keep updated on all the comings and goings of Guys, us. we have a YouTube. Go to that and watch us. If you're missing us, that's yeah. us in human live form. Yeah, do that. So go to that. And of course, you can always leave your stories at 407-3-GYPNIP. G-Y-P-N-I-P. What's stopping you? Nothing. I love you. Love you guys. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Bye. That was Amanda and Emily. It was a show about nothing at all.